We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I am Jack Burkhart. You can find me on Twitter at Jack Burkhart. I am subbing in for our hero, our editor in chief, Adam Zadroik. So he has a little bit of a break while he's heroically editing all our articles and putting out good betting content for you all. The person who does not get a break, of course, is our Ryan Belangi. Ryan, um, how are you doing on this slate so far? Uh, definitely no surprises, right? <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm not doing great. I'm not doing bad though. I think I think cash is going to be okay. I got fortunate in cash. Um, tournaments probably over. Too much Erickson. I mentioned you before the show. I think he finished with like seven or eight points. I mean, just pretty pathetic performance from Denmark. Um, yeah. I don't know how you know. I don't know how Erickson's floor is that low when they're when they're losing one nothing. Um, yeah, France put out a weird lineup. I got lucky to. I don't know about Lucky, but I, I faded Coleman, so that was nice. Um, but Cash is going okay. Yeah, yesterday yesterday, yesterday was great. Um, really good performance from from the U.S. Uh, that game against the Netherlands is going to be awesome. Uh, DFS went well. Got on to Foden and the two defenders that we talked about both crushed. So I had a really good day yesterday, actually, really good day. Um, today, yeah, it's okay, but tomorrow this – this slate tomorrow is actually an important one because they got that huge 555 tournament that every, everybody's been winning tickets for. Oh, except think, for Jordan, you, right? <laughs> except for me, I didn't. You know, I didn't even play any of the contests. I mean, I play all these King of the Pitch satellites. It's just like I, I don't know. I, I don't really have an explanation for it. I got to start grinding satellites, I guess. Anyways, um, monster tournament tomorrow. Hundred K yeah. to first. Yeah, that 555 is going to be big, and hopefully that means other big contests as well. So hopefully the lower entry GPP is pretty large to coincide with that, and then you know hopefully a lot of people are playing. So that should be pretty exciting. Um, if you sort of just look at this slate right here, because um, I don't want to talk about this one. I played uh, I played Gwenduzi and I played uh, I played Coman. But if yeah, we look I at- did too. Don't feel too bad. I mean, if yeah, I mean I I'm you know. Slightly embarrassed to say I thought Gunduzi was a decent play today, so I, I played him as well. <laughs> it did, that didn't go well. 
I commented earlier, he got a lot of good wind sprints in, so I'm happy that he got his card. Man, I mean, I think in the first half he had nine accurate passes, and that's it. No, no other it was, stats, if, if it I was remember. Absurd. It was like it was yeah. a half hour into the game, and he was like at point zero eight. So, like I said, it's, it's a one good of those, workout. It, one of those situations where, and, you know, everybody knew it, too. Everybody knew it, but you still do it. it was, you should look at that France lineup and be like, well, this probably isn't going to go that well for them, especially in basically an away matchup against Tunisia. Um, I mean, you, you could see that that coming today. Um, but yeah, anyways. Yeah, so let, let's get to let's get to this slate then. So I mean, the thing that sticks out, everyone knows the storyline here. So Germany lost to Japan early. So they absolutely must win against one of the weakest teams in the tournament, Costa Rica, who do have a win to their credit. So Germany are massive favorites. So I think this is going to be the highest implied goal total that we'll see in this whole World Cup, saying at a 2.71 implied goal total. I mean, that's almost a goal higher than Spain, and they're also favored against Japan. So in the other group, I think there's still some stuff at stake. The Canadians have been eliminated, but any I think any of three of the Croatia, Belgium, or Morocco sides can still advance. But those are not good games for DFS. And I told you a little bit before the show, I mean, you're going to have to convince me not to play six German players in cash games. And honestly... Germany players are the best price-adjusted players, I think, on this slate, given the context. DraftKings is basically daring them, daring us not to play them. Um, I don't know. Do you have a different thought than that at, as an initial impression? Um, not really. I mean, I guess we could just end the podcast now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for I think real, I, right? You know, yeah, it's – I mean, you said it, probably the best spot of the tournament pretty good prices on these German guys. Yeah. I think the optimal strategy is to play as much Germany as you can. Um, these other games, I mean, Spain has a two total, so, you know, it's a pretty good spot for Spain to, they're going to be, they need to win. Obviously they don't need to, but they'll be, they'll be trying to win. Um, Danny Elmo 9,400 up top. <clears throat> I don't know. You know, I think he'd be the only Spain player you're really considering in cash. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm jumping around here. Um, these other matchups, I guess, these other matchups, yeah, Belgium, Croatia. Um, it's like a pick em game. Both teams have 1.3 totals. Um, we'll get into midfield. But midfield's kind of loaded. I mean, we're, we're not going to play De Bruyne for that price in cash. Um, not we're not going to play, right? We're not going to play Luka Modric. Uh, you're not going to waste money in that spot on either of those guys. Um, then you have this Morocco-Canada match. Um, it's it's probably a pretty decent spot for Morocco. So maybe there's a construction where, like, Ziyech is the last piece. Like, probably maybe. not, though. I mean, you probably don't want – you probably don't want to take 7900 away from money that can be spent on Germany. Yeah, that's that's my exact same impression as well. I mean, because Morocco have to win, and I don't know about Canada's motivation. Maybe they'll play for pride, try to score some goals or something like that. That ha- that matchup has some hope, but the Moroccans are not favorably priced. I mean, Ziyech is priced at the same price as Kimmich, and if Germany have to push, I mean, why don't you just play Kimmich? That's sort of a 1v1 decision that happens at a lot of spots in the slate. You find a player that you like, and there's going to be a German player or a Spain player who's nearby that's you have to like more given right. the matchup. <clears throat> I mean, how about for cash games? You said Danny Olmo. I mean, why not Serge Gnabry? 
Yeah. Same, um, almost the same price, just a $100 savings. Uh, yeah. I think I'm probably with you on that. Um, I think other people, I don't know. I think, I don't know if everyone, I don't know if uh, everyone would feel that way though. I don't know. Why not? It feels like people would play. I don't know. feels like people would want, I mean, look how good almost been. That's kind of why he's played 90 minutes twice and taken set pieces twice. So I just like, I think people would still play almost, which is probably fine, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I'd kind of like Gnabry there. He's a good player. He's had a good floor in these matches. He's been taking shots on goal. So he does have the goal upside there. I mean, do you think I there's mean, any, a, do you think there's no, any chance ahead. that Spain roll out with a different lineup at all? Maybe Olmo doesn't start. He's played 90 minutes, two straight matches. Yeah, that w- wouldn't surprise me. Um, I think he probably starts. I mean, for the most part, they dominated, not dominated, but they were in control of that Germany match, sort of a fortunate goal for Germany at the end. Mm-hmm. They looked, I don't know, Spain, they've looked pretty good, almost looked good. Yeah, there's a chance, there's a chance, but it seems like he will start. Yeah. I mean, what else are we looking at? So I guess you're going to play one of Gnabry and, um, or Olmo in cash. I mean, do you play both or do you look to... Um, I don't think you want to play both because I see Leroy Sané at 8,400 and we're projecting him to start right there. What do you think? Would you think that you want to play both Olmo and Nabry or do you want to prioritize getting Sané? Yeah, I think, I think just because of like, I think Price, Sané, Sané is probably the first forward in, I think. Uh, I think so too. I I mean, there's not much value on this slate overall. We'll get to that. No, there's, there's, there's not much value at all. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Um, Sané, you know, there's some risk there because he's been injured and he's only played 20 minutes, but uh, I'm comfortable enough at that price tag where, yeah, I'd be playing Sané for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be part of the fulcrum of that attack right up there, and he is just, I don't know, I think he's, I think he's essential. I think you need to have him in your cash game lineups because I think you need that $1,100 over I agree. Olmo. And there's no Kenny. value. There's absolutely none. Um, I mean, we just gave three forwards there. Are there any other forwards that you could possibly consider in cash games on this slate? I, I was scrolling through and I I can't find anything. Maybe you saw something though. Anyone else look appealing? Nope. I, I, I didn't find any actually. Yeah. Not even one. So it just, it seems like a lock that you spend up at both forward spots. Like, just why wouldn't you? You have Sané and then Gnabry or Almo. That's all you need. Yeah, I was I was trying to find any cash game value possible. And when I scrolled all the way down at forward, so I think there's a Japan forward who might start, Yuki Soma. And at 3,700, I mean, it would be kind of like you would play him at forward but you, he would be kind of he might fit in as a utility player as well, and right. that's like probably the only reasonable option unless you want to go back to our boy and Nezri, who I think got a price bump after his point uh, zero eight uh, performance uh, in his most recent game. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, not for fifty five hundred. No, I just play a min price Japan guy if I was going to do that. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, there's really not much. And we, we can talk about some tournament options later, but let's kind of just keep going through this cash construction right here. So if you go to midfield, I mean, the names that stick out, we have Kevin De Bruyne at 8,800, who uh, took none of Belgium's corners, which was infuriating. Uh, it's mm -hmm. impossible to trust him in this spot. Belgium looked terrible. There's been all these reports of infighting at camp, and then people are saying, oh, these are just rumors. That just seems like a situation to avoid. There's just not a team that's playing well. I mean, is one of the first names in midfield, Joshua Kimmich, even if he plays in a defensive role? Yeah, I think you just have to play Kimmich. Um, even if he plays in a defensive role, like he's going to have he's going to have goal and assist upside in a matchup this good. He'll he'll get forward a few times. He'll he'll be plenty involved. Um, so yeah, seventy seven hundred. I think you play Kimmich. Um, you know, the other one that you might play from a different game, I guess just scrolling down already, Torgan Hazard taking who took who took all the corners last time. Twelve floor points in, in seventy five minutes. It's not bad for forty six hundred. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. What do you think? Um I I have him. I have to write the article, so I have him highlighted as one of the few viable options. Because if you just scroll all the way down, there's no one in the three thousand range that feels playable at midfielder to me. Feel free to chime in and disagree if you want. I think like the cheapest person I would consider is Kovacic, and then you have you know Pedri. He's at forty three hundred. You know we thought maybe he takes a set piece or two, but he really doesn't have much. I mean he's a great player, but he's not a great fantasy player. And then you just notice that Thorgan Hazard and Eden Hazard there. You could play Eden Hazard for forty five hundred and just hope he draws ten fouls in this match and gets you enough floor. Um, that that's probably the only two spend down options. Um, yeah, I think I think you kind of just got to play Thorgan. Yeah, because there's no other value. Um, if he was like 5,500, you could maybe have a conversation about it, but I think yeah, it's just too cheap on this slate. So are you certainly looking at Thorgan ahead of Eden? For cash. Yeah. For cash. Yeah. Even for cash. Um, yeah. He has a higher floor. He, he has a higher floor for sure. Um, it's not, it's not like a great spot against Croatia and his minutes, he plays basically 60 minutes, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Thorgan would be the cash play. Wasn't Thorgan subbed off as well, though? Yeah. In the previous Yeah, match? 75 minutes he played. Um, but I just couldn't choose. I just, yeah. He's got a higher floor. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and, you know, complaining about players getting subbed off, I guess the question is, okay, sure. He gets subbed off at 75 minutes. Who's who do you think is the better play? And I simply just don't see it in the low price midfielder range. Right. Yeah, I don't see it either. Um, yeah, you mentioned Kovacic. Um, like I don't, I don't want to play Brozovic for thirty four hundred. No, um, and I mean Kovacic has a decent game log, I think. But if you look at how he's scoring his points, so a couple chances created, which is nice. But it's a lot of defensive peripherals as well. So. I don't know. And I think the way that it's set up, Croatia can play a little more defensively. They're on four points, right? So a draw is fine for them. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. No, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah, so that's basically what you're left with. Um, one thing, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Pablo Sarabia is priced at 4800 He hasn't been starting. We thought he might start earlier, you know, in the first matches. 
But mm-hmm. if there's any rotation, then I have to think you just have to find a way to fit Sarabia in, given the matchup and just complete lack of other options. Yeah, 4,800, I didn't see that. Um, I was shocked. I mean, I was... Yeah, you know, he'd be unlikely to play more than 60 or so minutes, but that's fine for 4,800. Yeah, I think you'd have to play him. <clears throat> I guess you so, never know. He could play longer than that, but I think you'd still just have to play him. Yeah, I I agree. I There's just no one else. I'd rather play him than Thorgan Hazard in that situation. Oh, somebody Hurts. mentioned Buchanan in the chat, I see. Buchanan. All right, all right. So He's been you, crushing, actually. I don't, I don't, that's, that's, that's not a bad call like, pull him for, up. for 5K. Um, I know he got an assist last time, but he also had a yellow card. He's just been doing a lot, and he's looked good. I don't think I, you know, I wouldn't play him over Thorgan in in cash games, but I mean that's certainly I get a good it. tournament option. Late. Yeah. Let's see, two point two point six crosses per game. I guess I mean there's been two games, so it's not going to be a couple too shots enough. assisted, four shots, some fouls drawn, some crosses. I mean he sort of does it all. I mean you, that's just what he does. That he he does the same stuff for Bruges. Um. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, shout out Chris for giving us uh, Tejan Buchanan there. Yeah, that would have to be an option. Um, I mean, if you just go a little bit up, I mean, Yuri Tillemans, 5,200, maybe that's a tournament play. Uh, Kyle Laren, maybe that's a tournament option. But overall, it's a pretty uninspiring. Um, so are you going to use one of those, you know, 40... So if, are you going to use like Thorgan Hazard as a sort of utility play are you going to look to play another german midfielder if you're looking thinking towards cash games because i'm looking through these prices and i see some favorably priced guys in a spot where germany are going to have to press so ilkay gundawan takes penalties for 6800 i wouldn't blame people for going there jamal musiala is 7300 um maybe i'm missing someone else you could play a forward eligible german player there as well but salary might get a little tight what else are you no, thinking yeah. in the midfield are you thinking i mean right now i have gunduan plugged into my dummy cash lineup and i don't think that's a bad idea at, as it stands yeah um that's what i was thinking um i think i like musiala better but i get it with i get it with gunduan taking taking pens um it makes sense um are those guys like I, I still i think it's a legitimate question are those guys better than ZH? um just because they're they're pretty close in price um they are pretty close but like right now if i play if I play Omar Gnabry and then Sané, Kimmich, all these guys that we say are locks, mm-hmm. we haven't talked about mm-hmm. defender yet, but David Raum is probably going to be a first defender. Yeah, he's a lock, so he's put a him lock in as there. well. So you put him in there, and then if I spend all the way up at Ziyech, so I'm just clicking through this right now. So pardon me while I do that. All right, then I have to play. I have to punt at defender, which is fine because you have Sula at 3,200. You just keep on getting funneled into German guys as you just lock in all of the best plays. Then you're left at a complete punt at goalkeeper, and you cannot afford Thorgan Hazard. You'd be looking at someone like Busquets. Yeah, you could only do it if you played Navas and Watson from (laughs) Baltrum, Costa Rica. Then it actually fits perfectly. So you played Navas in there at goalkeeper, and then who is this? I mean, I'm just, 
And then you play 2,600 Watson, and the, and the lineup fits perfectly. Oh, um, but it doesn't seem like the move, really. But it doesn't seem like the worst. Let's see. If you if you play a Germany guy, though, that might be better. You can switch that. Uh, I don't know if you want to play Navas, though. I mean, um, do you want to play six German guys, five or six German guys, just playing Siege on Navas? I no, mean... no, <laughs> I don't. So, so then what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You can't play a, another German. Oh, you can play Gunduan, I guess. Yeah. And then what are you going to play the Japan keeper? Yeah. I don't want to play the Japan keeper. I usually try not to have goalkeeper opinions, but I mean, Spain are sort of like Manchester city when they have a shot on goal, they've picked it out very nicely. And so I feel like that just kind of lowers a bit of the upside for potential saves. I've long stopped playing the opposing goalkeeper on Manchester city uh, showdown slates for this reason. So they're just too clinical. Um, Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe that's recency bias, but it's just not a route I want to go to. So the cheapest goalkeeper that I would want to play is Borjan. Maybe we can get to goalkeeper a little bit later, though. That We're yeah. just talking about this because, you know, if you want to play Ziyech, if you want to play any non-German piece, you know, Ziyech over Musiala or um, Gunduan, these are the types of things that you're going to have to be facing right here. So, Ryan, Chris yeah. is asking, um, you think Germany will play Musiala on the wing again? Let's see what we have queued up right here. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I, that lineup we have, I don't, I don't really think they're going to start full Krug. I mean, I guess they could just because he came on and scored against Spain, but I don't think he's in their best lineup. I think they would start maybe Gnabry and Sané on each side and maybe Musiala and Muller through the middle, or they should bring in Kai Havertz, and he should play in, like, the number nine role, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Is Kai um, Havertz favorably priced on this spot? 7000 I mean, that's, I guess you can play in. What is, what is Kai? 7000 Oh, 7K? Yeah. Oh, man, if he starts, just load him up in tournaments. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the obvious um, pivot right there. I mean, what about what about cash? Would you play Musiala at 7300 or would you play Kai in that situation? Oh, I'd play Kai in cash for sure at 7K. Just yeah, on this slate, just because... Oh, minus what are the goal odds? Yeah, yeah, he's a minus lock. 120. Yeah. Kai's a lock. Highest on the slate, yeah. you know? Yeah. He'd be the lock. Yeah, along with every other German player. I mean, I don't know about you, Ryan. Are we missing anyone in midfield? I mean, you absolutely cannot play De Bruyne at 8,800. I hope other people somehow go there. He was like 67% in tournaments, but I don't really expect I mean, that to happen. No, all these options are just too good. So if you play another midfielder, you're yeah. going to need him to score a goal. Yeah, the opportunity cost. Um, Chan is in the chat. He says, uh, Perisic, Sizen. I mean, can you play these Croatia guys? You could maybe pair. It would be very <laughs> contrarian, right? You could do Luka Modric and then uh, combine them with Ivan Perisic. Perisic, you know, 7,100. That's not the worst call. Uh, especially for tournaments. Those guys are going to be so low-owned. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to be brave enough to make some pivots, I think. Because, I mean, I bet tournament lineups are going to be duplicated in this. Just the way that the pricing has been set up. So They're going to be I, similar. Yeah, very similar. I mean, hope it's nice at least that Germany's in the second wave of games. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, we don't get like a leaked German lineup. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, that would ruin all our fun, basically. Well, I just mean 
I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't mind if we do, but if we do, when that happens, it, it's been, it adds some percentage points onto the ownership. Yeah. People in the, like people across all the sites and discords and the people in the lobby, they all know that they all see the leaked lineups. Yeah. That stuff gets pretty spread out. Um, I mean, I, th- I think the only other name we haven't mentioned is like someone like Asensio. If he starts, he's 6,600. Maybe that makes sense as another possible tournament pivot. Cause you're going to have to be a little bit different than these German onslaughts. I think you're just going to have to find a way to outscore yeah, them. Do you think people will play Spain in tournaments? They're the second biggest favorites and they are direct pivots off of the German pieces, right? We have Olmo within 100 of Gnabry. Um, if Asensio starts, he's very closely priced to Gunduan and Kimmich. So I think it just makes a lot of sense to pivot to the Spain guys. So I think they'll yeah, also I mean, be yeah. reasonably popular. I, I think they'll be pretty popular, yeah. Yeah. So well, we can talk more tournament strategy going forward. So let's move to Defender. So you go to Defender and you see David Raum, 5,800. Lock. Right? Yep. Yep. Um, I see we have Germany in a different formation, I guess, without Sule and in in just four at the back, but, uh, I don't think that matters. Uh, you know, Rom's a lock no matter what in this matchup. Yeah. I mean, even if they are in a back four, when they don't have the, when they have the ball, Rom's going to be exactly playing right, exactly. like a winger. And then I think, yeah people will cut inside. I think that's how they have been playing. He's been making a ton of overlapping runs. Um, And you're not going to be able to afford to spend up twice at defender. I think, let me pull up the defender list right here. Yeah. I mean, Hakimi is 6,800. I don't know how he, they got DraftKings got him to that price, but you can't play him there. I mean, would you consider playing Alfonso Davies or Jordi Alba in tournaments? Those are kind of the two, pivots off of um realm um yeah yeah i think you could play any of those guys in tournaments that's just because they're going to be so much less popular even hakimi if i knew hakimi was healthy i mean it's too bad he came off last game i actually i played him last week too people didn't play him at belgium i mean look at the floor hakimi would have put up look what he did in the first game i mean he just crushes in 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 the in that role for Morocco, but I don't know. I know he's not quite healthy. Yeah, I think you know Ram will be very popular. So any of those other guys are fine for tournaments. Yeah, you can definitely spend spend a little bit up there. Again, just these little ways to be different are going to be really important. I think we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, But you will not be spending up twice at Defender, I'm assuming, on this slate, at least in cash games. No, I don't think you can. <laughs> There's no value. You got to punt somewhere, you know? Yeah, and so if we flip the salary right here, who do you like as a punt at defender as it stands? I mean, no one really. Um, what like what are we considering a punt? You said if Sule starts, that's fine. Yeah, thirty two hundred Sule. That's who yeah, I have. It I'll take that. Now. Why not go back to the that. well, right? Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then, um, I don't really see anyone else though. Like. Um, don't want to play any Japan guys, no Canada puns. Oh, um, I think people would maybe look at Mounier for thirty eight hundred. I don't thirty eight hundred. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily a punt, but that's just a little bit cheap for him. He doesn't have the greatest floor though, and that's not a great matchup. I I wouldn't do that. Um, I don't know. Do you have anybody? I, I would have suggested Mounier if that would be the highest I would spend at second defender. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the worst it. thing if somehow you have that amount of money. Yeah, and I wouldn't, if I was 100 short, I would be fine playing Antonio Rudiger in this spot because he'll be getting forward on the set pieces. I think that's oh, fine. I'd definitely play Rudiger, yeah. Yeah. If I could get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would you rather play Rudiger or Mounier in cash games? Man, honestly, probably Rudiger. <laughs> I seriously like they're going to keep a clean sheet, and he, he just he gets so many shots. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Munier is not a lock for ninety minutes. No, I mean, he's been no, subbed twice at the sixty-minute mark. Yeah, so he's just not a good cash play in general. But it's just the price thing with him. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like Rudiger. If I could get there, that'd be nice. But yeah, but if not, I, I mean, Zule. Sorry, what were you saying? No, no. Yeah, Sule for sure. Um, but then, like, you might as well, like, if you need it, just just play a $2,500 Costa Rican player. I don't think it's the worst. Yeah. $2,600. I don't think it's the worst thing. If the rest of your lineup's perfect, you've got to decide on that. Like, sometimes the rest of your lineup can be perfect. Yeah. I, I mean – the floor is not going to be the floor between Watson and uh, I mean, Rudiger definitely has more upside, but if you need that $900, like, yeah. I mean, right. You probably just can't but ima- like imagine playing a Mounier in like a, a worse lineup, but you could get like 1100 by playing, by playing Costa Rican center back. And the amount of times where Mounier is just going to go out and score you three or four. Yeah, and I think you'll need that eleven hundred dollars. Just yeah, to, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. everything together, yeah. Oh, anyone else to really consider here? I mean, Gvardiol is very talented, but I mean, Croatia aren't a big enough favorite to consider that. Maybe if you decide to play Luka Modric, I mean, these are probably the tournament options that we're considering. If you will play a slightly different set piece or play one of their center backs, so I guess Gvardiol makes sense. Yeah, I mean, wanna... there's just not a lot to talk about outside of Germany and. Spain and I mean it's pretty obvious yeah I I think so too um how about we (laughs) how about we just move on to goalkeeper then and start thinking about that so at goalkeeper you have Manuel Neuer at 
5,900. You could play Unai Simone at 5,700. Do you think you'll have the salary to spend up at goalkeeper? Or are you going to have to pick <laughs> one of these cheaper guys? Um, yeah, it's going to be hard to have the salary, right? Um, so let's go back myself... to our – go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, I see – yeah, I think it's going to be hard to have the salary, just initial look. Um because there's not a lot, there's not a lot of value, right? So how are you going to do it? You're going to have like, you're going to have to not have, or you're going to have to get rid of one of your Germany pieces. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to plug in all of the guys we talked about in midfield and forward, put in Watson at the second defender at Waston <laughs> as the punt, right? Waston, right. Watson. And then put in Neuer, and I'm left with 3,500. So, I mean, who do I play at 3,500 then? I can't even play Busquets. Do you have to play like – oh, is it at, at Defender? Uh, yeah, or at, or at Utility. Yeah, so you'd have to play like a Brozovic. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Pau Torres maybe if he started. That's not good. I mean, I, no. I actually don't know. That might be okay. It might be completely okay to play Brozovic if you can fit – Everyone oh, I found there. I found a lineup for you. You might like it, actually. You oh, can't boy. play the German piece in Utildo, so you can't play Musiala or Gundogan. Mm-hmm. You ready? It's Sané, Nabri, Hazard, Kimmich, Rahm, Rudiger, Neuer. And then what does it leave you? Well, you tell me. That went too fast for my... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm a I mean, all the guys, all the guys we want to play. So the five locks, you know, Sane with Almo or Nabri. Mm-hmm. Morgan and Kimmich and Rom. Thorgan. Rudiger. And then Rudiger and Neuer. We're left with 4,600. Your, Your guy. You just oh, play the goodness. brothers. Play the. Play the brothers Hazard. Oh my god. You just play the brothers. Look at that line. Oh my that's genius. Right? You get the sibling correlation there, right? Yeah, and look at that. You get like a guaranteed clean sheet. You sweep the clean sheet at goalkeeper, defender, you get sixteen points right there. You're actually not allowed to play that lineup, Ryan, because it doesn't have the three team minimum. Oh man. Yeah, you're right. Raining on my parade. That stinks. That's too bad. It looked too good, you know. I knew it looked too good. Yeah, that was too good to be true right there. They yeah, they won't let you get away with a sibling correlation that easy. Uh, so then instead, draft. yeah, you just you could play like a Simone and Yeah, you have to play Simone in that situation then. Absolutely. Right, or you could switch Rudiger. Um, but um, I don't know who you'd switch to. You just play Simone, right? Yeah, you play yeah. Simone, you leave the 300 on the table. You say I know better. And then you play at an hazard in your utility. What could you get up to, though, with that 300? Probably not much, right? Uh, Um, Probably not much to write home. Actually, Sarabia, if he started, you would be able to. Sarabia, if he started. What a lineup that would be. That'd be perfect. That's actually, like, a pretty good. If if Sarabia starts, we might have given away, like, a 30-person train in cash games if you. I'd enter that lineup, for sure. If you want to go there. I wouldn't blame anyone. I mean. I mean, you could play Gundogan and then punt at utility, and I would understand that as well. I mean, these are going to be the decisions that decide cash games. Yep. Very small. I mean, honestly, what might decide cash games, too, is like a Almo or Nabri. 
Aubrey, or Almo or Gnabry. I mean, people aren't going to play them together, I don't think, and they're, they're at that price point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, do you play Almo or Gnabry? Do you find a way to spend right. up, or do you play a better German midfielder? Man, man. It's going to be fun to sweat that one out. <laughs> maybe I'll play more head-to-heads or something like this. Maybe I mean, people won't, you know, maybe people just aren't that sharp and aren't going to have the same construction, but I don't maybe. know, you know. Mo- Modric is floating out there, KDB. Are people really going to play the Oregon? I mean, they should, but you never know, right? Yeah. I mean, do you think that – do you expect the set-piece situation to – be chaotic or do you think that's going to be indicative of what happens in the future uh, we have I a sample Thornton size of would one. take i think he would take all of those left-sided sets or left-sided corners yeah i think he would take all of them and kdb might take all of the other half like i think it would be a split at worst for thorgan a split i mean it's just i just don't know how you could be roberto martinez and not have Kevin De Bruyne take every set piece. I feel like he's had to run into it's some weird, criticism right? for that. Yeah, it's, but it's kind of weird. At worst, a split, man. But, I mean, you see that even happen for City sometimes. Could even be like KDB just just telling the other guy to take it. I mean, I, I, I don't know, you know? Yeah, well, based on the media interviews, KDB is certainly a – over this whole playing for Belgium thing. <laughs> Have you seen these comments? We're too old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what KDB, a disaster. Man, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big KDB fan. What a, I like what his a personality big. too. He, I like him in interviews. Yeah, anyway, I don't know yeah, if he's I mean... joking or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Pedri instead of Hazard, this guy says. I don't oh. think for cash, man. Well, which Hazard? I mean, that's the... That's the real question, but I would play both of the hazards ahead of Petri. I mean, one draws a lot of fouls, and the other, we expect to have corner kicks. So, sure. Yeah, I don't Probably. think Petri there either. All right. I mean, we basically gave you the keys to cash games. So, Ryan, I don't know how many lineups are you going to be entering into this five fifty-five. I guess what you will expect. Man, is I'm that... just I'm disappointed in myself for not getting some tickets to this because. I mean, five five fifty five is a big price tag, you know. Um, I'm gonna play two for sure. I'm gonna play two for sure. Two for sure. All right. Yeah. And so let's say that the field, let's say that they play the chalk. They often do, right? So you're gonna see a lot of players. Maybe especially a lot of people who got tickets in NFL. They don't play soccer too much, so like you know, maybe Mocklevin mm-hmm. or someone has a lot of tickets. You're gonna expect a lot of Germany utilization in that. What's going to be your strategy if you put two to four lineups in? <laughs> um, maybe you don't have to give everything away. What's maybe like one route that you yeah, can take? Yeah, I'm just um, – so these spot, like these spots where it's like a really nice spot for Germany and they have a, a high implied total, I mean – I'm usually not one to fade these spots. You know, I, I've done I've done pretty well just picking out the best plays. And in these high-stakes, smaller field tournaments, that seems to be enough a lot of the time. Um, now, for this slate, like, and just in general, like, I guess if you're going to fade the chalk or if I'm going to fade the chalk, because I do – 
I have been fading chalk a lot more, and I think I do more so than a lot of the other high-stakes players. Who you're fading it for, there has to be, like, a reasonable chance that they can put up ceiling games, too. You know, you can't force it when you have such a good spot like Germany, at least for me. Like, you know, you can compare it to City and Liverpool spots. There's times to fade, and there's times to just pick the players who are going to score your hat tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, I mean, this feels like... It feels like a you know a three game Manchester City slate when there's just two bad games you know, you know Burnley. Right. Well, we don't so, have Burnley anymore, but like know, Burnley, yeah. Go ahead. You can kind of no, but you can kind of say the same thing. Like, there's no right answer. Like, is this the time when they're going to score five or six? Or, but there's always you can always argue that you use game theory in these spots when a team's going to be so chalky. You know, there's three other games to pick from. Um. I have a tough time fading Germany, though. You know, if you're just asking me what I, what what I'm gonna do, um, there's a lot of German Germany options. I feel like I can pick the best ones. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, okay, so just to continue with what I was saying before, like, I don't really like this Belgium Croatia spot. Um, Belgium have been like really disappointing, especially for floor points outside of you know, hazard for the most part. Um, Croatia, yeah, I I just can't do that. Same thing. Um, You know, I think, I do think Morocco is interesting. Uh, In my, you know, I I do have two builds. um, So I'm going to do something different in the other one. We just Mm -hmm. saw Canada give up a bunch of goals to Croatia and a bunch of good chances. Um, I think it's a pretty good spot for Morocco. Like, might be a good spot for Ziyech. He's going to be pretty low owned just because of all the midfielders and just the better spots. Yeah. I mean, maybe um, for tournaments, just to keep on going with that thought about Morocco, we haven't said it, but you know, Buffal is sitting right there at 6,800. Going to go, com- right. we talked about game theory. He's going to go completely overlooked. What's her, what are his goal odds? Right. Um, 280. I mean, I don't know. So that's a great shout. Um, that, and that, that's something I will do in the main GPP. You know, that's I, it's not really something that I would do with just one or two entries in the five five five. Although, um, shout out to shout out to Pew Pew Pew. He played Buffal in that Belgium matchup on the last slate, and even and I think he, Pew 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 won the tourney. And even though Buffal only scored five, but I just saw he was like three percent or something. Just that, just like you know, he had he had the gamble to just do it. Um, so yeah, I like that move for the, uh, for the, for the big $20 well, not a lotto, GPP. I guess, but the yeah. lotto. Yeah. I mean, in a way. Yeah. Um, but for that tournament, yeah, I'm looking for like a 5% owned guy like that to score 20 points. Um, when I'm playing like the tournament, like the five, 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 I just got to play most of the best plays who, who I think are the best plays and then get different in like one or two spots. Yeah, I, I certainly understand both routes. I mean, if you're someone like Jordan and you have 13 tickets into this thing, he can play a mixture of, you know, dare the field to play the best plays, you know, prove that they can play the right German pieces and figure that out. And then you can play a few, a little bit of game theory. You can just make a couple pivots to Spain. You can make some pivots to Morocco there. I really do agree that like when I play in tournament, I, I do not like this Croatia-Belgium spot at all. I mean, Belgium have been a, 
turgid so that's a shout out bear in the discord right there they've been it's that's just not going to be a fruitful game in my opinion and croatia don't really have incentive to push too much based on everything so i definitely wouldn't want to go there either yeah so, you know there were sorry i just wanted to say for you know i i've i've used different strategies at different points and like a lot of times when i was first playing and i think this is a good strategy too when i didn't necessarily have as much you know sometimes you, you when you you don't have a bankroll you can't play a certain way you know you need to play safer uh i'm sure that's that's for most people especially in these gpps and that's not always the case but i mean for a while like let's say i had 10 lineups i might just make like 10 germany stacks you know and sprinkle a little spain in and just just try to make like the 10 best you know if, if i think a spot's that good sometimes i will do that um now you know i might in i now i would look for some more contrarian stuff and some more high risk stuff um but back in the day i didn't really used to do that yeah i mean maybe a tournament option would be instead of playing six germany players you play four and just try to find a brace right yeah you don't need to have you you definitely don't need to have six i mean yeah right you know you don't you definitely don't four is four is fine i mean i still consider that a stack like you can get different with keeper and defenders and yeah so who do we like in germany and uh tournaments so i guess we really haven't talked too much about any of their other options but um full krug at 8900 you have uh thomas muller down at 8000 any of those you think um intrigue you any fragility um, maybe in other of these players that are going to be popular in tournaments okay yeah um well, the reason to play Muller is because no one really plays him. Now, he'll get ownership because he's a German player, but he's usually the least popular German player. So there's the, there's the reason for Muller. Um, yeah, plus 125. Like yeah, I like Musiala. Um, if I just had to pick one out, um, I just think he's really good, really good price. Probably scores a goal in this matchup. So he'd be my pick. Um and then, I mean, always love Nabri and Sané. Just take your pick. Full Krug? Are you – maybe that's Man, the Man, I mean, I paid. don't want to – that's fine. No, he's fine. I mean, he's fine. It's just not the type of guy that I normally play. He's like a, He's like your Giroud. He'd be like the Giroud type of, of this slate. Yeah. So he's fine. I mean, he, he could he could score a brace in the first 20 minutes, you know? I mean, it's a perfectly fine option. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some other rotation to the German side. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah, Kai Havertz, the lock button play right there in the midfield spot. Maybe yeah, that changes yeah. a little bit. If you can only play like um, – if there's just a lot of German midfield eligible only players, maybe that somehow filters oh. out utilization a little bit. Sorry, I see this guy in the chat. He's smarter than us. He's smarter than us. He said Pedri over Eden because, you know, we needed the third team requirement. Oh, yeah, we could go there. I don't know, but Sharp. I... Yeah, I, I, I get it now. Okay. That's sharp. I mean, I don't know. I still want that brother correlation. I think that's going to be... The, no, I know. I know. I like that, too. I like that, too. It just, that just has the good, like, karma associated with it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then when, uh, you know, Thorgan hits a corner that he stole from Kevin De Bruyne and Eden has, uh, gets his head <laughs> on it, even though he's 
less than like five eight. It's gonna feel good. It's gonna feel good, and you're gonna win, win in all of your double ups. Right. I mean, it, this slate kind of. I mean, I'll say it. It kind of stinks. It's kind of disappointing that this is the slate for that's gonna be where all the big tournaments are at. But I mean, has there been anything that we missed really? No, not. I wouldn't say missed, but. Um, like another strategy is like a German stack with Kramaric one off or German stack with Jonathan David one off or these like 5% guys that we didn't really talk about where you just need it to happen one time. I mean, just, just like one spot to get you different, you know, any of these forwards can score goals, but yeah, other than that, I think, I think we hit everything. Yeah. So uh, I guess before we go, one thing I wanted to ask you about, this happened a couple days later. So um, I was talking about, we talked about this beforehand, but talked about Bruno Fernandez, who uh, sort of had like a, he was kind of a contentious point in cash games a couple days ago. And I think we're going to face yeah. a similar question tomorrow. I wonder what you were thinking about his role. You have a better eye for me than these things. In the <laughs> first game, he was kind of poor and things weren't going through, oh. but I think things started funneling a bit more through him in the second half at least it still kind of felt like he sucked out a little bit getting two assists and uh he yeah. really uh he really let me have it in uh <laughs> the most recent slate yeah I man. To him. he he let me have it too because i swapped off him as i mentioned before but i did have him at the start um you know yeah it was contentious sort of the, the bruno decision yeah, you said it. He was sort of lucky to get there or fortunate to get there in the first match. But on this last this last match against Ukraine, um, I think it was pretty clear that he sh- – or sorry, against Uruguay. Um, I think it was pretty cle- clear that he should have been a lock. You know, I myself overrated Uruguay a bit again. And also just, yeah, didn't factor in that Bruno is <sighs> – in a different role than we've seen for him in, you know, previous tournaments for Portugal and just that everything goes through him the way they're playing. He's always got the ball. He's always taking shots. He's always uh, assisting shots. He's taking most of the set pieces. I mean, and especially on that slate, like, I don't really know who else you're going to play over him. He just clearly has the highest floor on the slate. Um, And I don't think, you know, you're being uh, like results – oriented by saying that just from looking at that one game i think that was going to happen quite a bit i mean what what do you think i mean watching the game i agree with you i would not have prioritized Vinny over bruno just right i that thought was the thing it was Vinny, right yeah it was Vinny um or bruno um i mean for a couple of reasons so i played Vinny and i had the same construction as you but a 2v2 so you had bruno and guerrero and then i had a uh, Vinny and cancelo and there's just it was stupid to play Cancelo. I mean, it, nothing really went through him, so it was kind of annoying. Maybe he does better, you know, more often. But no, yeah, I think you're no, I think you're spot on. Like spending money for Cancelo and then not playing Bruno makes no sense the way they play. I mean, just it just doesn't make sense. I think uh, if you're not like I don't know, changing the way you think about that, then yeah, no, I don't think that's right. Like. um, we, we watch you, you watch the Brazil game. Like most people watch the Brazil game. Most people watch the Portugal game. Like mm-hmm. just think to yourself, like, would you rather play Vinny or Bruno? Like, you know how these games are sort of going to go, right? It seems pretty obvious now. 
Yeah. I mean, in some sense, Vinny, I'll push back a little bit. Vinny was, he got a goal ruled offside and he scored 12 floor points. So I don't think like the thesis on Vinny having a good floor was wrong. I just, no. Bruno had a better floor and I was wrong yeah, to play Vinny right. I, and then play Cancelo with him. That, that yeah, no, I think, to... I think you're just, I think you're spot on. Vinny yeah. was a good price and is a fine play, but that's like a really good spot for Bruno where he should be one of the cornerstones or priorities. Yeah. It's always difficult. I mean, do you overreact in these turn international tournaments or underreact? I mean, you, I always felt like, okay, I didn't like Bruno's role in the first half, so I am not going to be afraid to take a stand that it won't continue. I, I got it wrong, but Me it's always too. difficult, right? Do you you don't have a sample at all, and the odds aren't going to be as sharp well, as they are. Yeah, see, part of it for me was in the Euros, which is less than two years ago now, right? Or two years ago. I don't, I don't know. In the Euros yeah. – you know, Bruno wasn't great and he was getting subbed early and I had, I had that stuck in my head, but that was a mistake. You know, it's just, it's different now. Um, and you gotta, it's another point. It's another, you know, example of you gotta be able to react to things and change fast. I mean, in, yeah, especially for, for DraftKings, you know, this world cup is, it's going to be over soon and it's going to pass by if you don't like, adapt yeah absolutely just make sure when you adapt you adapt correctly (laughs) well yeah that's the thing you know soccer in general for dfs and especially the world cup you know it's it's you can gain a lot from watching the games it's actually it's one of those like you know people dfs people sometimes make fun of you know watch the games the watch the games crew but in soccer it really is like that. Like, you know, in NFL, baseball, basketball, you can use projections and numbers and computers a lot more than you can. And uh, it's what I think at least. Yeah. I mean, the context is going to be super important. Always. Projections are just really hard for soccer. Projections are really hard for a sport like soccer. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed that there are some free ones available, maybe not free, but there's some ones that have been made available and I look at them and I just, I click optimize and I look at the lineups they spit out. Just, I'm just curious, right? I want to see how good they are doing at these projections. And I, I just chuckle. I mean, I think Jordan makes this lesson all the time. You just really have to understand the roles and the ranges of outcomes in these things and have your boots in the ground. Absolutely. So I don't know. Some nice life lessons from you, Ryan. Um, any other takeaways for this? Uh, for this <laughs> no, slide? I think, I think that's it. it for now. I think that's it for now. <laughs> Sounds good. So I think these lineups, if they're not all already, we have some showdown to play. We have some late game to play. So good luck, everyone. Stack Germany. Make a couple pivots. Win all the money. We will see you tomorrow. Yep. Good luck, everybody. Thanks, Jack. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.